Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today we are going to have part two of the conversation with my husband where we talked about community. And in this episode, we are actually going to talk a little bit about what community can look like and maybe some creative ways that you could find to go about starting to maybe take one small step to build community in your life. So we're going to go ahead and get started and I hope you enjoy this. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently abled children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. Okay, so how to find and build and develop that community one of the key things, and I'm drawing from when I first started to practice this kind of aspect of vulnerability, is just analyzing your current relationships and friendships to find someone that maybe is you're already very close to that you could just practice with them saying, hey, if you have time, I need to talk to you. This is just something that's really difficult that I'm going through right now, whether that's, you know, hey, I just need to unpack about things are just really crazy at home or... It's really difficult to make it through the day, um, you know, due to X, Y, Z. You know, just finding and practicing that vulnerability with someone that you already know can be trustworthy. Or maybe they even already know about the scenario, but you're just being intentional about choosing that moment of saying, hey, this is really difficult for me and this is really hard and practicing that with someone that you already know to be safe. Yeah, I feel like that's a great first step. It's something that doesn't feel too difficult to do or too scary. I just feel like that's something that someone could very easily do. A lot of times if we we want to change something and we want to try to approach things from a different manner, we often set ourselves up for failure by trying to make it too difficult or by trying to change too much too quickly. And so I think finding someone who we already feel comfortable with and just opening up up with them about the difficulties of caring for a child or the dynamic of our home or whatever it may be, it's just a lot easier to start with someone who we already feel that we can confide in. However, I wonder if there is someone, like what if we don't? What if we don't have someone? Then what do we do at that point if we feel like I don't even actually have anyone that I feel like I can confide in? Then what do you think? I mean, I think a... Coming from a faith perspective, I think praying for those opportunities is is the most wise thing that we can do. I think finding community that, that you're already a part of, and, and I understand where you're coming from is if you don't have that. Right. I think it just comes from an area of choosing to step out and try it. You right. know, I, 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 that's just the core of vulnerability. Because even, even if you have already established relationships, if you're trying this new area of community and seeking out community in a different way here, you're still trying something brand new. You're still choosing to be vulnerable in some area that you're already not. Because if you're, if you are being vulnerable with a certain area of your life already with people, then by choosing to continue to share that, you're not really being vulnerable because 
they're already open to that, basically. Like, that's already open to them. Yeah. So that's not necessarily vulnerability anymore, I don't think. It still is in a way, but you already know that to be safe, it, it doesn't have that same register or tone as uh, of of being vulnerable and exposing something to someone as, you know, as something that's new and raw and fresh. And I think one of the big key areas of this, I think it, you know, becomes easy for us to share difficult emotions or feelings or circumstances with people. But I think when we start to identify needs and to express needs to people, yeah, I think that is where I mean, especially for me, and I don't know about for you, maybe even from our, our home scenario, I think probably applies too. Yeah. But to begin to express needs to people and to ask even if they can help, I mm-hmm. think is, it was a big stretch for us, was a big practice of vulnerability for us. And I mean, it's paid off immensely, but right. I, that was, I think for me, a big area. But but to your main question, we can come back to that in a minute, but to your, to your first question there was, how do we develop that? I, I mean, I think we just... We've got to step out and try it. And like we mentioned earlier, with the understanding that in some cases we're not gonna we're not gonna succeed in that endeavor and it may be painful. Right. But ultimately we have to do it. I mean, it's like a kid learning to walk. Sometimes it's gonna be painful if they don't keep their footing and they fall, but inevitably we all get up and keep going. And I that's exactly what I would say as well, is praying for the opportunity, praying for the Lord to bring us the right people. I think, you know, obviously using discernment and wisdom with who we share share with is extremely important. And so adding in the aspect of we're praying and asking the Lord to read it, lead us to the right people. But then, like you said, at some point, you just have to step out and do it. You You have to understand that it's going to feel uncomfortable and you just lean into that discomfort, understanding that on the other side, Yes, it may be uncomfortable along the way and you may have a bad experience, but the end goal is something much better than where you're currently at. And I feel like with anything in life, that is honestly the price of of growing and of moving forward is dealing with that feeling of discomfort and just pushing through it anyways. So that's what I would say as well. But what you were touching on about that vulnerability of, like you said, asking for help so that we can get the support that we need. You're right. That's absolutely been a big dynamic in our home. But I also think of us just being able to feel like some some relief from the overwhelm that we were feeling. It was us being able to be vulnerable and to be willing to step out and say, we need help in these areas. And that doesn't always feel good. A lot of times we want to just do everything ourselves, especially me. And so... It can be hard to do that, but like you said, it has paid off immensely. And it's the same thing with building community. It can be hard to put ourselves out there, but the end result will pay off in the long run, even though it may be uncomfortable along the journey at times. Yeah, and I think there are ways to mitigate that new risk also. You know, in our area, uh, I think we're only aware of one support group for parents of kids with special needs of any sort. I think our area is kind of limited in that. We don't really have a lot of resources in the area. But something like that would mitigate that risk. If you're going to a place that already has established boundaries and rules for safety to come and share, or whether that's some sort of other support group of, of any kind, or, you know, maybe that's therapy. People maybe tend to shy away from that, but it's just those those, those kind of places have established boundaries for safety and vulnerability for those to be practiced there. And I think 
we can't overlook the importance of those of those resources some usually somebody has to start that so you know maybe maybe you're listening to this and you're somebody who already has a good system in place for support and maybe that's something you can extend to people who do not have that kind of outlet or maybe don't have those kind of resources in their life where they have people that they can share and be vulnerable with. Um, you know, I also would point to um, churches, you know, they ultimately should be a place of security and safety for anyone to come and to share and, and to seek to um, find some relief from from the troubles that they're going through in life. Ultimately, we understand that comes from um, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and trusting him as our savior to begin to alleviate those issues, um, you know, in order to seek rest from him and, you know, life issues stem from that and, and seeking his wisdom, we understand that that's relief. But in the sense of seeking out that vulnerability with others, you know, having those safe places that already have established boundaries for that, I think is also a very important step. I think it's a great first step, especially, and then like you mentioned, especially if you're looking at support groups that possibly have, that are for, for parents that also have other differently able children. I think that that's a great place because you're going to be having, you have something in common. And while yes, the dynamics of your family and the, the different things that you're dealing with in your home may look different, we typically have like a common theme of, of certain things that we face. And so I feel like that's a great first step, or like you said, reaching out to your church, reaching out to ther- a therapist, all of these types of things. It's just a great way to get started. And that really is why I wanted to start this podcast as well, was because I wanted to be able to provide a resource for other people who were struggling along the journey, just like I have, um, just so that they could have a place that they felt like someone, like they were understood and they were seen and that they would have a place of support. And I love that you, you mentioned that the fact that yes, like if you have good resources and you have the ability and you can start something in your community to make impact for families, that's a, I mean, that is such a great ministry and it's such a needed ministry that obviously you have to use wisdom praying on if that's what the Lord wants you to do, but that's a great way to make positive impact in the world, especially looking at other parents who are parenting special needs children, just the impact that we can make in being willing to be open and to give someone else a listening ear, essentially. Yeah. And I think to come full circle back to what we were talking about at the top of the episode too, was, you know, some of that self-isolation that we, you know, inflict upon ourselves could also be from thoughts like, well, nobody else undergoes scenario like mine. Nobody else has a home situation like mine. And so I think the value in your podcast in this area that we're talking about is that, yes, other people can understand. No, other people go through this same similar type of circumstance. Other people do have really hard days with days with their kids sometimes. And so hearing that and un- breaking through that veil of nobody else undergo situations like mine. I think that's that's critical to freeing people to step out and try to make connection because it it minimizes that gap that you might believe is there between you and other people. Right. Um and and I think that that's very vital too. Yeah, I agree. I just feel like it can be very easy to assume that everyone else that their lives look so much different than ours and that they have everything together and that is also a very important part of being vulnerable is just being willing to admit that we do struggle. And I feel like that 
there's such value in being able to do that as well because that is actually whenever we build really strong relationships and whenever we are actually able to encourage others because no one has it all together. And so whenever other people can look at us and realize that we can relate to them, I just feel like that can create such a connection and such a bond. And yes, obviously we want to be encouraging each other to continue to grow you know, we don't want to sit and wallow in struggle by any stretch of the imagination. But it's just that the fact that we know someone gets us and that we're not alone and that we're not the only person struggling with certain problems, that I feel like it is just so powerful to be able to just connect with people in that way. Yeah, I agree. I think overall, community is just extremely critical to this journey that we find ourselves on as parents in right. general is adults as employees husbands wives i think it's just critical that we have that yeah it's just it is something that is absolutely needed and a lot of times it is more difficult to navigate like i said when whenever there are times whenever it's very difficult for us to participate and engage in activities or events or just different groups and that type of thing and so that's why we just wanted to have a conversation about what it's looked like for us, you know, some of the struggles we've had and the importance of just trying, even if you have to take a small step and it does feel uncomfortable, but start small if that's what you have to do. But just taking these small steps towards really opening yourself up, being willing to share about your struggles, being willing to share about what you need help with and start to just slowly build that community with those around you. Yeah, I would say, you know, my final thought on the thing is just that building community is going to cost you. It's going to cost you whether that's time or potentially being hurt. That risk factor may cost you financially to some extent if you are preparing meals for people, for example, or building up a system for people to come and, you know, spend time at your home or participating in an activity like a sport or something like that that you're investing something in whatever it is it's going to cost you something but it is vital so it's worth that cost just understand up front that it's going to require something of you yeah i think that's such a great point and that's extremely important just to acknowledge so that we go into it with the right mindset of realizing that it's not going to be all wonderful all the time that it does cost us something and that sometimes it's uncomfortable and it's hard, but the rewards are amazing. So anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed this conversation with my husband. Um, I will have him back sometime in the near future. We are going to talk about breaking the cycle of overwhelm, how we have worked together to break the cycle of overwhelm in our home. And so that will be coming up sometime in the near future. I haven't really planned it out yet, but Anyways, if you enjoyed hearing from him, please let me know. I would love to hear from you on either Facebook or Instagram. So that is going to be all for this episode, and I will see you guys back next time. See you later. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show, and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.